All right, we're here with Paul Gorey. Paul, how are you doing today, sir? Good, how about you? Doing awesome. Uh, I'm really excited for for this show today. You know, we've talked with a lot of our guests that we have coming to Lubbockon. You're coming to Lubbockon February 29th and March 1st here in Lubbock, Texas. And uh, you've never been to Texas, right? Uh, well, no, not really. I mean, I drove through it when I was younger, but yeah, not really. Oh, I went there back in 94, but it was in, uh, for the World Cup in 94. Oh, yeah, yeah. In Dallas. So. Yeah. But not, I wouldn't say that I've officially been to Texas. Yeah. Even then, it's, that's been long enough. It's Yeah. So it's, we're really excited to, to have you. You and I are actually going to be at a table together, which is going <laughs> to be are. cool. We, uh, we have lots of cool surprises for everybody. But before we get into that, uh, let's tell the folks at home a little bit kind of about you you know the man behind the markers as it is and the man behind the what the markers i don't know i i know, I know. Markers. no that was funny um well i have worked on a couple indie books uh probably a few actually um i worked with kevin cuff on oathbound i worked on let's see um, Astropunk with Ken Centers and Rob Barinholt. I've um, worked with Stephanie Menard on Psychopath, um, which are all books I'm going to have with me. Um, I've done a couple covers here and there, uh, a handful of short stories. Um, and we're actually going to have the short story there in my art book which I will have there as well, um, Death by Stereo, and um, I'll let you talk about the short story, but it is in there. Yes. It's a fun little Can chapter you... in the book. Yeah, our, the issue zero to our big awesome project that's that's coming <laughs> out that we're really excited about. Yeah. Kind of what, in there. Uh, what got you into drawing and comics and things like that? When... Oh, wow. Um, Long story, I'll just, I'll wrap it up super fast. I was really little. I moved around a lot um, growing up, and we kind of, my sister dated this this gentleman through high school, and we were lucky enough to move around enough where my parents worked near my sister's school. Both my sisters went to high school together, and this guy that my sister had dated throughout her high school and college, he gave me my first comic book and so I um, fell in love with comic books immediately at a young age like I think I was like seven six or seven I I saw uh, John Byrne's artwork on Fantastic Four and Mm -hmm. John Romita Jr. on X-Men and um, I just I fell in love with the the medium immediately I I started drawing when we moved to New Jersey. Uh, I was about mm, maybe nine or ten. Um, I didn't have a lot of friends um, because I knew, I don't know, I mean, a lot of people out there that moved around their lives, they know what this is like. But, I mean, at, at that young age, I knew that Jersey was not going to stick with my family. I knew that we were California people, so... 
<laughs> I knew my parents were going to move back, so I kind of had this mentality of whatever. Like, there's no point in making friends. I was really over it as a kid. And uh, sure enough, I was right, but I really started drawing a lot. And um, when I moved back, I went full force. Um, I lived in a, a, a city called Fullerton, California, and I went to elementary school out there, and I just focused on my art, and I focused on um, comic books, and I would get all my G.I. Joes, and I don't know if you remember how you could take them apart. You could unscrew them and then, like, mix and match. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I used to do that like a monster, and I would get, like, white-out markers, and I would just um, paint my own X-Men and Spider-Man and... Um, from doing that, my imagination opened up even more. So I just started playing and drawing what I was playing. And, um, Todd McFarlane was, was a huge influence on me. Um, growing up as a, as a child, I, I loved his Spider-Man. I thought it was the, I thought it was comic books answer to Tim Burton's Batman. That's the way I kind of looked at it. And it was so dark and so beautifully done. Um, the animation, like the animated Spider-Man was so fucking cool. Sorry, so cool um, that it made me want to draw even more. So I, I would I would say that that's about when I started getting really into practicing comic book characters and my art. And um, it just stayed with me for a long time, but I never pursued it. I wasn't in a family where um, I didn't get the kind of grades that I should have gotten, so college was never an option for me. If I can go back, I would. Um, but at that time, my priorities were not as, I guess, uh, important as they are now. Um, but, you know, you live and learn. But uh, I knew that I had to just practice and practice and practice and practice. And so... I never, I had lots of people tell me, you should do comic books, they're so cool. And I'm like, no, I'm not ready, I'm not ready. And I knew I wasn't mentally ready or ready at all. Um, and uh, I had become friends with a, with a writer out here named Anthony Davis, um, who's actually one of my closest friends. And he was like, we went to a pub one day and he was just like, you know what, you gotta stop being scared of this, like you gotta just do it. And he's like, you're never gonna know. And um, I tried it. You know, he gave me a script, and I and I royally screwed it up. Uh, he's probably gonna laugh when he hears that, but I royally screwed. It. I didn't follow any of his directions. I didn't know what I was doing. I was overthinking it. So we tried it again, and I focused, and I just went for it. And then through that, I met Kevin Cuff on Twitter, and um, we became fast friends. And then we developed Outbound. And then from Oathbound, I became friends with Ken Centers and so on and so on. And then I became friends with the very lovely and talented Stephanie Menard. And we worked together. And then uh, I met you through... It's through Facebook. Oh, yeah. through Fa Yeah, you had, you had uh, bought a commission off of me. Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. you were going to say I was the lovely one you met. I... I... You are lovely. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, I bought the uh, the short hair. <laughs> I bought you. The, I, I got the long shot commission from you, which yeah, we kind of yeah. bonded over that. Like, oh, I love long shot. You love long I, shot. Like, uh, I, I don't. Am I allowed to say bad words on you? I don't know if I'm allowed to. Um, well, you know, we try not to, but if it happens, well, it happens. It's, it's totally fine. <laughs> I, 
I love Longshot. Um, he's one of my favorite X-Men next to Havoc. Mm-hmm. So for me, like when I actually remember that I, I had never gotten a Longshot commission and I had, it's like on a, I have a list of commissions that I'm waiting to get and he was on there because it doesn't work. Like commissions don't really sell very well if there are commissions that fall through or if it's just a picture that I wanted to draw and then sell it. Those don't really, they, those, those seem to really sit here. Yeah. And, um, so I tend to kind of, I'm like, ah, I want to draw a long shot, but I know it's not going to sell. And then, so when you contacted me, I was like, oh yeah, here we go. <laughs> and then I got another one through that one. That's funny because I had another guy that saw that long shot and was like, dude, I want, I want to I want a long shot, but I want it large. And I was like, okay. Heck yeah. Yeah. yeah, fun character to draw. Yeah, I mean, especially you, you have a very um, action bombastic style. You know, it it jumps off the page, and I, hearing you talk and you know talk about the Spider-Man cartoons and Todd McFarlane stuff, like it totally makes sense. You can see that influence in your art, uh, especially in your art book, Death by Stereo. It's like a, a love letter to the late '80s and, and our childhoods. I feel like. Well, yeah, it it definitely. You know what? That's funny that you. Yeah, that's. Um, you know, for a real like, if you if you pick up my books at the con or even just, you know, look through them, um, you'll see that my art, the style has progressed, and for a really long time. I don't remember who it was, but it was a close friend of mine. Well, I remember who it was. I'm just not going to throw their name under the bus. <laughs> but um, They had seen a lot of my artwork, and they're like, man, I really like your art, but, you know, anime style is just, it's not the best. And I think that if you just try to be more realistic with your artwork, proportion-wise and more grounded with rules, you know who's going to totally laugh is Kevin. If Kevin Cuff listens to this, he's going to laugh. Because I used to say this to him all the time. Um, it doesn't work if there's no, like, sense of reality. And for the longest time, I took that person's advice because I respect, I, well, I still respect their opinion. But I think that when you have an opinion of, on art, it's good to share that, but that doesn't mean that they have to follow that advice. Right. Um, and I loved the fact that they gave me this advice and I cherished it and I tried really hard, but if you like look through like Oath Bound Issue 1, for instance, you still see like a hint of me wanting to go the direction that I'm at now. Um, and then you go to Astropunk Issue number 1. I fought it the entire time. Because I knew that the writer was not super keen on that as well. Um, so I tried to really fight it. But even on issue two of Astropunk and in issue two of Outbound, it just starts coming out. And I got to the point where I was like, you know what? I'm done pretending that I'm something I'm not. This is the style that I like to draw. This is the style that I feel the most comfortable with. This is uh, how I want to draw stuff. So I started um, drawing, you know, Inktober and Jovember, and Jovember was something that I re- 
really had fun doing last year. Um, and I don't know if anybody knows what that is, but it's like all of November you draw G.I. Joe characters each day. And um, they sold quick. Like, people just bought them. They didn't let me even... <laughs> Like, I couldn't even hold it in my hand and actually, like, even enjoy it. It was funny because I loved G.I. Joe growing up and Transformers and the Smurfs and uh, the Snorks. And, um, I mean, Saturday morning cartoons to me were, like, the most pivotal part of my life. Mm. And that goes back to me moving a lot. Like, I, that was, like, the one day where I knew my friends were going to be there. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. yeah. So it was like I could count on that. And it was just, I don't think a lot of people realize, but a lot of artists, a lot of people that are in this this medium, including the entertainment industry, like movies and cartoons, they, a lot of them grew up in, in the 80s, and they're really heavily influenced on that. Um, and that's why you see a lot of these, I would like to believe that's why you see a lot of these shows resurfacing, like Thundercats and um, G.I. Joe's coming, it always goes and comes back, Transformers, you know? Um, they actually just, like, right before I, I hollered at you, uh, the Kevin Smith's making that Masters of the Universe show, the new He-Man show. I'm down for that, dude. They, they announced a voice cast today. Dude, He-Man was tight. Yeah. Uh, I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, he didn't really fit the profile of, like, that kind of Conan-esque character, but, dude, it was fun. Oh, yeah. It was super fun. It uh, was, uh, you didn't have that character other than in He-Man. I, and I loved, like, all the Manny faces and Anna-Man and all the just, yeah, they're man. totally just trying to sell toys, but it was cool. Oh. I mean, they, they hooked me. I oh, bought yeah. all the toys. Yeah, all those 80s cartoons were catered to the toy industry i'm fine with it like it was it really worked like you can't tell me you didn't watch G like if you watched gi joe growing up you can't you if you deny the fact that you would watch an episode and then go play it out with your toys you're a flat out liar yeah like because i can't tell you how many times i had sergeant slaughter fighting nemesis enforcer like, like they did in the cartoon movie. It was just non or Storm Shadow fighting Snake Eyes. Like it was just constant in my house. Like I must have drove my parents insane. Like with the sound effects and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, so I tried to um, when I put together this art book, which was a bold move in, in my opinion. I, I I didn't feel that I was worthy of it. I was really nervous putting it out. Um, but I, I went ahead and I did it, and I have chapters in there, you know, that are based on Saturday morning cartoons, a lot of Marvel and DC stuff. Um, but these are not by any means my creations. I make that very clear. Oh, this yeah. is just my love letter to, to this. I wanted to show how much I enjoyed these characters and respected them. And I wanted to draw them in my my um, my style, I guess you could say, which is really heavily uh, manga and anime influenced, um, which is why I try to get these unique perspectives of the characters and really uh, outrageous 
um, I guess you could say postures and angles. Um, and I do try to get it to pop out. Sometimes it's not as successful as <laughs> I'd like it to. Um, but I do, I do appreciate that you mentioned that. That meant a lot. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I'm going to be getting my copy of the book at the con, so I'm excited yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be taking, yeah, you're going to get your copy there. <laughs> and um, I'm going to have, like I said, I'm going to have Oathbound issue one and two. I'll have the art book, uh, Death by Stereo, The Art of Paul Gorey. I'll have Astropunk issues one and two. I'll have Psychopath issue one, two, and three. I will have a plethora of prints. Um, I will be taking commissions. I think I'll be doing uh, headshots, head sketches, um, full color. Uh, I don't know the price yet. I think I'm going to go like somewhere around... 25, 30 bucks each, maybe a little bit lower depending on the tools I take with me. Um, I'll have, I'h we'll have uh, Des Desiree with us. Um, she's gonna have her book. Uh, she's gonna have some pins. You're gonna have uh, the Flames preview, I believe. Yeah, I'm gonna have the Flames preview, which we're doing a Sean twisted my arm it didn't take a lot of twisting but we're gonna do like an oversized magazine sized preview uh limited to like 50 copies is all so it's gonna That's be rad. pretty sweet i'm gonna have that uh, i'm gonna have my children's book santa's kitchen and then i'm also gonna have the embassy the the book that just all right. is about to wrap up on kickstarter yeah i'll have prints for that as well there's it's Thanks gonna be awesome <laughs> and then I'm, I'm totally glad that you reminded me that because I am going to be heading today to get my print so I got to write that down but I'll have that I'll have the print for um, Flames as well which is beautiful I'll, I mean they're both just like beautiful both, yeah, yeah. Um, I could go down the list of the prints I'm going to have but there's no point <laughs> I'm, I'm not I'm going to be really limited to what I have I'm not going to have large numbers only because um, it is super expensive to print, mm -hmm. so um, I have to be smart about how I'm going to do this. So I'm going to be basically having five copies of each print. Um, some of them I'll have ten, like I'll have ten of the flames. Uh, there's a couple that I wanted to have a higher number, like the um, gem. I have a high number of those. Strawberry shortcake. I'm gonna have a high number because a lot of people tend to like those. Yeah. Um, and, and then I think I'm gonna have one of Bowser and Peach, also. But I'm not 100 percent sure. Do you have a like a Raphael one? I think we've talked about that. I don't have one of just Raphael. I have one. I do have a print that I could print out of the Ninja Turtles, but it's um, it's the, not formatted on yeah. print very. So it doesn't look as uh, pristine as the others, but if you would like one, I can bring you one. Well, no, the reason I say is because we're going to have Ken Scott there who played Raphael in the Ninja Turtle movies. Oh, nice. So, you know, I thought that... I don't have, I don't have necessarily a Raph um, print, but like I said, I could take the... I could take a... I, I mean, I'll just print out some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I guess. 
people, just in case. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, people love all that stuff. Um, well, awesome. Well, Paul, I'm excited. Oh, one last thing. We also we have a panel people can come to Sunday at 1.30. Okay. Um, it's about kickstarting comics and your social media presence with comics and all that kind of stuff. You know a lot more about kickstarting than I do, as I have learned I in the past I, few weeks. I, uh, I've, I've ran, I ran the Kickstarter with Kevin Cuff and Sean for Oathbound. So I was, um, I was blessed on that one. Um, I didn't really have my hands too involved in the Astro Punk Kickstarters for issue one and two. Um, but I did see a little bit of the back story on that one. Um, but I did have my hands on the Death by Stereo with, um, with Sean. So I have a little bit of experience. I don't have um, as much as some people out there, but I, I, I know a good amount of it, yeah. Yeah. Well, and people come, you know, if nothing else, I bet we'll have some good stories. and Oh, they'll <laughs> hear stories. It's, Horror stories and good it stories. It is by far the most stressful thing you could possibly do. However, it is, um, even if, like, my opinion on Kickstarter is, it's all a learning experience, mm -hmm. honestly. Like, I've seen people that have done Kickstarters, and uh, they weren't successful, um, and they went back and reformatted it, and they did it, and they listened to people's advice, and, you know, it sucks when you do something, it never feels good, and I, and I know that, yeah. um, but if you look at it as failure is where you're going wrong. Yeah, it's, especially with Kickstarter. Yeah, it's all learning. I've yeah, learned that's so all much. It is. And this is where you honestly separate the men from the boys. Honestly, like I've seen people that just give up. They're just like, forget it. I'll never. Well, okay, you know, if that's how you're going to be in life, then that's your business. Yeah. You know, I can't tell you that. I'm not your dad. I just know that if my children, I will say this, that if there's going to come a day when my children are going to, going to not be successful at something. Right. And when they do, I'm going to, because they're my children, I am going to make sure that I let them know that it's absolutely okay. Right. That you, everybody, there's not one person on this planet that is successful in every single thing that they do. Oh yeah, it's you know um, you, uh, what what is that uh what's that line from man what's that line from um Batman? Batman yeah, like why do we fall, Master Bruce, so we can learn to get back right up? Yeah, that <laughs> that is the best line of any comic book movie, in my opinion. It's any comic book related movie. That's my favorite line. That. That movie gets you in the heart. Yeah, because it just transfers to everything, and it, yeah. Yeah. But absolutely. But yeah, if y'all want to hear more awesome stories and everything like that, make sure to check us out Sunday at one thirty, uh, Lubicon, February 29th, March first. Paul, thank just thank you for everything. Thank you for doing the show, uh, no. this show. Thank you for coming to the show. Thank you for all the stuff that we've done together and that everything's doing. You're awesome. You're a good friend, and I can't wait to to hang out. Oh yeah, I can't wait to have a couple hundred beers. I'm. That's the one good thing. That's the one thing I'm good at in life. I'm not good at Kickstarter, but 
I'm, I'm good <laughs> at beers. Look, man, honestly, I'll say this on I'll say this on on the air for everybody to hear it. If that Kickstarter, for some reason, does not pull through, we will go back in there and we will make sure that it does. Because it, I, from what I have seen of that book, the art looks really cool. And I don't say that a lot. Yeah. I'm very, very picky about art, and especially about indie art. And that gentleman's art is really well done. Like, I, I like looking at it. So, for me, that was a huge thing and the story is really cool yeah i, I but, appreciate it man i appreciate that yeah so. yeah 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 no worries awesome. no worries but we'll we'll talk i'm sure we'll talk but i definitely will see you in what a week and two weeks to, to well you'll be here a little bit less than two weeks but the show is in 15 days from yeah. today so i'll be there awesome. on the 20 well, i don't even know <laughs> sometime we'll figure it out we gotta get some barbecue and beers that's all I want. Done. Anyway, all right. Thank you. All right, thank you. We'll see you all next time.